there, friends, and welcome to the One Year Chronological Bible Podcast. My name is Emily Mowry, and I will be your host for this daily reading of the Bible with the hopes of finishing in a single year. Whether this is your first time reading the Bible or you have made daily practice of it for many years, I pray that this podcast will strengthen your walk with Christ and be a blessing to you and those around you. What makes this podcast unique is that we read scripture in chronological order, as opposed to the traditional Genesis to Revelation book-by-book reading. I have been making this my daily practice since the year 2007, and I cannot tell you how much it has blessed my walk with Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul says in his epistle to Timothy that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Likewise, the psalmist says, the word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We will be reading from the New Living Translation version of the One Year Chronological Bible. Today is February 23rd, and our reading comes from Leviticus 21 through 22:33. I pray this reading is a blessing to you, and without further ado, let's get started. Punishments for Disobedience, Leviticus 21 through 27. The Lord said to Moses, Give the Israelites these instructions, which apply to those who are Israelites by birth, as well as to the foreigners living among you. If any of them devote their children as burnt offerings to Moloch, they must be stoned to death by people of the community. I myself will turn against them and cut them off from the community, because they have defiled my sanctuary and profaned my holy name by giving their children to Moloch. And if the people of the community ignore this offering of children to Moloch and refuse to execute the guilty parents, then I myself will turn against them and cut them off from the community, along with those who commit prostitution by worshiping Moloch. If any among the people are unfaithful by consulting and following mediums or psychics, I will turn against them and cut them off from the community. So set yourselves apart to be holy, for I, the Lord, am your God. Keep all my laws and obey them. For I am the Lord who makes you holy. All who curse their father or mother must be put to death. They are guilty of a capital offense. If a man commits adultery with another man's wife, both the man and the woman must be put to death. If a man has intercourse with his father's wife, both the man and the woman must die, for they are guilty of a capital offense. If a man has intercourse with his daughter-in-law, both must be put to death. They have acted contrary to nature and are guilty of a capital offense. The penalty for homosexual acts is death to both parties. They have committed a detestable act and are guilty of a capital offense. If a man has intercourse with both a woman and her mother, such an act is terribly wicked. All three of them must be burned to death to wipe out such wickedness from among you. If a man has sexual intercourse with an animal, he must be put to death, and the animal must be killed. If a woman approaches a male animal to have intercourse with it, she and the animal must be put to death. Both must die, for they are guilty of a capital offense. If a man has sexual intercourse with his sister, the daughter of either his father or his mother, it is a terrible disgrace. Both of them must be publicly cut off from the community. Since the man has had intercourse with his sister, he will suffer the consequences of his guilt. If a man has intercourse with a woman who is suffering from a hemorrhage, both of them must be cut off from the community because he has exposed the source of her flow and she allowed him to do it. If a man has sexual intercourse with his aunt, whether his mother's sister or his father's sister, he has violated a close relative. Both parties are guilty of a capital offense. If a man has intercourse with his uncle's wife, he has violated his uncle. Both the man and woman are guilty of a capital offense and will die childless. If a man marries his brother's wife, 
He, it is an act of impurity. He has violated his brother, and the guilty couple will remain childless. You must carefully obey all my laws and regulations, otherwise the land to which I am bringing you will vomit you out. Do not live by the customs of the people whom I will expel before you. It is because they do these terrible things that I detest them so much. But I have promised that you will inherit their land, a land flowing with milk and honey. I, the Lord, am your God, who has set you apart from all other people. You must therefore make a distinction between ceremonially clean and unclean animals, and between clean and unclean birds. You must not defile yourselves by eating any animal or bird or creeping creature that I have forbidden. You must be holy, because I, the Lord, am holy. I have set you apart from all other people to be my very own. Men and women among you who act as mediums or psychics must be put to death by stoning. They are guilty of a capital offense. Instructions for the priests. Leviticus 21, 1 through 22, 16. The Lord said to Moses, Tell the priests to avoid making themselves ceremonially unclean by touching a dead relative, unless it is a close relative, mother or father, son or daughter, brother or virgin sister who was dependent because she had no husband. As a husband among his relatives, he must not defile himself. The priests must never shave their heads, trim the edges of their beards, or cut their bodies. They must be set apart to God as holy and must never dishonor his name. After all, they are the ones who present the offerings to the Lord by fire, providing God with his food, and they must remain holy. The priests must not marry women defiled by prostitution or women who have been divorced, for the priests must be set apart to God as holy. You must treat them as holy because they offer up food to your God. You must consider them holy because I, the Lord, am holy, and I make you holy. If a priest's daughter becomes a prostitute, defiling her father's holiness as well as herself, she must be burned to death. A high priest who has the anointing oil over his head and has been ordained to wear the special priestly garments must never let his hair hang loose or tear his clothing. He must never defile himself by going near a dead person, even if it is his father or mother. He must not desecrate the sanctuary of his God by leaving it to attend his parents' funeral, because he has been made holy by the anointing oil of his God. I am the Lord. The high priest must marry a virgin. He must not marry a widow, a divorced woman, or a woman defiled by prostitution. She must be a virgin from his own clan, that he may not dishonor his descendants among the members of his clan, because I, the Lord, have made him holy. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron that in all future generations his descendants who have physical defects will not qualify to offer food to their God. No one who has a defect may come near to me, whether he is blind or lame, stunted or deformed, or has a broken foot or hand, or has a humped back or is a dwarf, or has a defective eye, or has oozing sores or scabs on his skin, or has damaged testicles. Even though he is a descendant of Aaron, his physical defects disqualify him from presenting offerings to the Lord by fire. Since he has a blemish, he may not offer food to his God. However, he may eat from the food offered to God, including the holy offerings and the most holy of offerings. Yet because of his physical defect, he must never go behind the inner curtain or come near the altar, for this would desecrate my holy places. I am the Lord who makes them holy. So Moses gave these instructions to Aaron and his sons, and to all the Israelites. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to treat the sacred gifts that the Israelites set apart for me with great care, so they do not profane my holy name. I am the Lord. 
remind them that if any of their descendants are ceremonially unclean when they approach the sacred food presented by the Israelites, they must be cut off from my presence. I am the Lord. If any of the priests have a contagious skin disease or any kind of discharge that makes them ceremonially unclean, they may not eat the sacred offerings until they have been pronounced clean. If any of the priests become unclean by touching a corpse or are defiled by an emission of semen or by touching a creeping creature that is unclean or by touching someone who is ceremonially unclean for any reason, they will remain defiled until evening. They must not eat of the sacred offerings until they have purified their bodies with water. When the sun goes down, they will be clean again and may eat the sacred offerings. After all, this food has been set aside for them. The priests may never eat an animal that has died a natural death or has been torn apart by wild animals, for this would defile them. I am the Lord. Warn all the priests to follow these instructions carefully, otherwise they will be subject to punishment and die for violating them. I am the Lord who makes them holy. No one outside a priest's family may ever eat the sacred offerings, even if the person lives in a priest's home or is one of his hired servants. However, if the priest buys slaves with his own money, they may eat of his food. And if his slaves have children, they may also share his food. If a priest's daughter marries someone outside the priestly family, she may no longer eat the sacred offerings. But if she becomes a widow or is divorced and has no children to support her, and she returns to live in her father's home, she may eat of her father's food again. But other than these exceptions, only members of the priest's family are allowed to eat the sacred offerings. Anyone who eats the sacred offerings without realizing it must pay the priest for the amount eaten, plus an added penalty of 20%. No one may defile the sacred offerings brought to the Lord by the Israelites by allowing unauthorized people to eat them. The negligent priests would bring guilt upon the people and require them to pay compensation. I am the Lord who makes them holy. Worthy and Unworthy Offerings Leviticus twenty two seventeen through 33 And the Lord said to Moses, Give Aaron and his sons and all the Israelites these instructions, which apply to those who are Israelites by birth, as well as to the foreigners living among you. If you offer a whole burnt offering to the Lord, whether to fulfill a vow or as a free will offering, it will be accepted only if it is a male animal with no physical defects. It may be either a bull, a ram, or a male goat. Do not bring an animal with physical defects because it won't be accepted on your behalf. If you bring a peace offering to the Lord from the herd or flock, whether to fulfill a vow or as a free will offering, you must offer an animal that has no physical defects of any kind, an animal that is blind, injured, mutilated, or that has a growth, an open sore, or a scab, must never be offered to the Lord by fire on the altar. If the bull or lamb is deformed or stunted, it may still be offered as a free will offering, but it may not be offered to fulfill a vow. If an animal has damaged testicles or is castrated, it may never be offered to the Lord. You must never accept a mutilated or defected animals from foreigners to be offered as a sacrifice to your God. Such animals will not be accepted on your behalf because they are defected. And the Lord said to Moses, When a bull or ram or a male goat is born, it must be left with its mother for seven days. From the eighth day on, it will be acceptable as an offering given to the Lord by fire. But you must never slaughter a mother animal and her offspring on the same day, whether from the herd or the flock. When you bring a thanksgiving offering to the Lord, it must be sacrificed properly so that it will be accepted on your behalf. Eat the entire sacrificial animal on that day as it is presented. Don't leave any of it until the second day. I am the Lord. 
You must faithfully keep all my commands by obeying them, for I am the Lord. Do not treat my holy name as common and ordinary. I must be treated as holy by the people of Israel. It is I, the Lord, who makes you holy. It was I who rescued you from Egypt, that I might be your very own God. I am the Lord. That's the end of today's reading. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast and tell your friends about it. As we leave today, I pray blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen and amen. God bless you, dear friends. Thank you.